Got your barf bag handy? The Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast is on the air. The Medicare podcast for those who hate Medicare. And now, fresh from his morning nap, Medicare expert, Doug Jones. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us here at the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. This is the podcast that's supposed to imbue you with confidence in your eventual encounter with Medicare. In other words, I'll teach you how to do it, you execute it, and then you go away smiling for the rest of your long, happy life. Uh, The way I imbue you with the confidence is to offer you the opportunity to buy my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. That's on sale at barnesandnoble.com or at uh, amazon.com. And when you go to either of those sites, you're going to find a paperback book that is the most popular item in the Medicare for the Lazy Man pantheon of homes of knowledge. Uh, in fact, the uh, the paperback edition at Amazon has magnificent black and white illustrations whereas if you buy the paperback edition at barnesandnoble.com you've got colorful editions available or colorful uh, illustrations available to you Uh, the other thing is that uh, if you go to amazon you're going to have a wider variety of books there's an audible book that you can listen to there's a kindle version that is very inexpensive and that you can get almost immediately downloaded to your reader if you have a reader that accepts uh, Amazon uh, electronic books. And finally, if you are a collector of fine works, then you might want to spend the $22 for the Amazon-created hardcover version of Medicare for the Lazy Man. But however the knowledge comes to you packaged, however it's packaged, it's going to be very valuable knowledge, and it's going to contribute to your eventual well-being because it explains Medicare in bite-sized portions in a very uh, easily digested way. And uh, it's going to give you a shot in the arm when it comes to your eventual encounter with Medicare. So that will be my suggestion for today. Go look for Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023 and purchase that puppy. Speaking of puppies, we've got one right across the screen from uh, from me. It's uh, Randy Carson is his name. Eh, Probably not a puppy, but uh, a fully grown um, dog, would you say? Yes, yes. Okay, there you go. I I have lots of puppies and I love puppies, so I don't mind being called a puppy. That's just well, you're not... the you're the alpha though of your pack. That's I, I, I am kind of where al- I was. I am the alpha. Yeah, yeah. That's Absolutely. where I was heading with that, but I didn't quite make it to that. The alpha I, of I, his pack. I would like to think that I'm the alpha. Yeah, some mornings I'm not. <laughs> well, they do outnumber you about three or they four do. to one. They do. So you know, I'm going to give you. The typical state test. Okay. And this is going to be a little bit of a shock to you, I believe. Maybe not. Maybe not. We talked about Kansas last We did time, talk about Kansas, yes. About not burning your tires in the middle of the city of Derby. You could go to prison for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's another one. Now, I don't think this is going to surprise you as much. It uh, comes from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. 
And we are talking about reptiles and religion. All right. No tire burning on this one, then. Yeah. We're talking about snake handling. Oh, boy. Ooh, I was hoping you weren't going to go there. In in reality, the use of reptiles in any religious activity within the state of Kansas. Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Well, I think it's outlawed in Kansas, too. (laughs) Well, I hope so. I hope it's outlawed everywhere. I might go to church. So anyway, there's uh, in uh, Kentucky. Now, what you have to guess is anyone caught violating this ordinance shall be fined between what and what? I'm going to say between $100 and $10,000. I'm going to give you that one. Okay. I like it when I accidentally hit on the right answer. You hit one of you hit one of the boundaries. You hit okay. the hundred dollars. Yeah, Kentucky. I, <laughs> they probably don't start that high. Uh, it was actually between fifty and a hundred. Now, I would think if I got if somebody got caught in their church, uh, you know, using uh, rattlesnakes in their church, it would be worse than a fifty dollar fine. But hey, it's Kentucky. Well, it topped out at a hundred dollars. I would expect it to be a lot higher uh, if somebody were to be bitten by a snake and die then I would expect that pastor, that minister of that church to be hauled into jail and, you know, given a a really healthy fine. Well, it's probably not all that well known, but it happens all the time. I'm aware of it. And I'm, well, I guess I am a Southerner. Maybe that's what it is, but I know. Yeah. Up in the hills where all this goes on, it's, it's outlawed in every state in the union, but uh, up in the hills where this goes on, it happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, They're, their uh, stills and the snakes, uh, the snake cages are right next to each other often in the backyard. Well, yeah, they, they, from what I've seen and granted, I have no firsthand knowledge of this, but what, from what I've seen, they've got the snake cages right next to the post, right next to the, uh, the, uh, yeah, the, yeah, yep. There you go. And they, uh, pull them out of that box and start throwing them around. It's, uh, kind of frightening. So I'm glad to see, I mean, this is one, um, uh, government uh, position that I don't mind supporting. So kudos yeah, to them me, for outlawing it. Me neither. Now, I think it's a good idea, but obviously it's still going on. So somebody's not really, uh, you know, on the stick when it comes to enforcement. Well, I feel pretty good about my guessing the fine. Thank you for uh, <laughs> making it easy for me to get a couple of points there. Because often I'm, I'm, I go away from our contest looking like a yeah, retard. I'm, I'm going to give you that one because you did, get, that. you did get one of the boundaries. But before well, I let you go on to the real business at hand, uh-huh. I would just like to announce as we come into the holiday season at Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast, and we talk about the books and you know all the different types of books you can get. I, I haven't checked with you on this, but I would like to point out to the crowd that's listening today, that if you buy one of the 2023 books for the price of three, mm-hmm. you get the other two for free. Well, that would be an excellent deal for somebody with uh, relatives to gift. In other yes. words, you, you might have some friends or relatives who need Medicare knowledge. And uh, that book is designed specifically to fit into a stocking. Yes. And yes. so uh, I think that makes it uh, a real steal for someone willing to pay three times the price for one book to uh, get two others for free. Yes. Yes. I think it's a hell of a deal. I, I, I'm thinking about pursuing that myself. I haven't really decided yet, but I'm still thinking about it. 
Well, I'd like to be able to discount it even further for uh, interested readers, but Amazon won't let me. They're the bad guys here. They make the I books know. available, but they won't let them go for anything other other than retail. I know. I, they're just they're just stiff that way. They have no flexibility. Yeah, you know, Christmas means nothing to them. No, <laughs> it's it's all about the almighty dollar. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, I'm going to say we should get to business here. I'm with uh, you. Let's do some that. Real, some real Medicare business. We're right on schedule, actually. So I'm going to go ahead and mute myself out. And Doug, you can go ahead and take it over. Well, we started the last episode with a very frightening uh, news story that came out of California, where the legislature in California and the governor are colluding to institute a, a single-payer communistic health plan for all Californians. And that means that all Californians will be wallowing in misery. But today it's a brighter day. So let's uh, let's start the day off with a Medicare basics, 11 things you need to know, an article about the basic elements of Medicare. There's a Medicare Part A, Part B, Part D, and Medigap plans, Medicare Advantage plans, and so on. We sorted out the confusion about signing up for Medicare and much more. This is a woman who wrote this article, and uh, she is now providing us with some content, and I'm hoping it becomes interesting and instructive content for the listening audience. So she starts out, heading into retirement brings a slew of new topics to grapple with, and one of the most maddening may be Medicare. Figuring out what to enroll in or when to enroll in Medicare and which parts of Medicare to enroll in can be daunting, even for the savviest retirees. And uh, she, again, goes through the Part A, Part B, Medigap, uh, Medicare Advantage. So she says it's time to understand the basics. So to help you wade into the waters of this complicated federal health insurance program for retirement age Americans, here are 11 essential things that you must know about Medicare. Number one. Medicare comes with a cost. Medicare is divided into Part A and Part B. Part A pays for hospital services, uh, and Part B pays for outpatient services. That's the general rule. If either you or your or your spouse worked uh, and paid payroll taxes for at least ten years, then Medicare Part A will be provided for you free of charge, premium free Part A. Those who are not yet eligible for Part A can pay a monthly premium of several hundred dollars. Part B, as I said earlier, covers doctors' visits and outpatient services, and it comes with a price tag. The standard premium in uh, uh, the uh, standard premium in 2024 will be 170 dollars. Per month this year. I think that's wrong. I think it's $174.70. But what do I know? I think she made a mistake in this article. Um, so Part D, which covers prescription drugs, also has a monthly charge that varies. The most popular plan this year is zero. There's a WellCare value script plan. And I especially uh, like to refer this plan to people who do not take any regular prescription medication. They'll pay zero premium in many places across the United States. In other places, it's 50 cents. And in a few strange places like New York and I think Washington State, it's something like $3 a month. But what do you get for that premium? You get uh, you get to preserve your right 
to have a drug plan when you really need it without paying a uh, late enrollment penalty for the rest of your life. But I digress. So uh, then the next uh, headline in this article is fill Medicare's coverage gaps with a Medigap plan. Beneficiaries of traditional Medicare will likely want to sign up for a Medicare supplement insurance plan, otherwise known as Medigap, and it's offered by private insurance companies to help cover deductibles, co-payments, and other gaps. You can switch Medigap plans at any time, but you could be charged more. I've never seen anybody get charged more for uh, a medical condition, or you could be denied coverage based on your health. That's much more likely. They'll either accept you or reject you if you decide to change companies in most states. If you choose to change plans more than six months after you first signed up for Part B, then you don't have a guaranteed issue right anymore. For the first six months that you have Part B of Medicare, you can apply for any Medicare supplement plan without having to answer any health questions. Medigap policies are identified by letters. I mean, we already had letters A, B, C, D for Medicare. Now you got A through N for Medicare supplement plans. Each policy that goes by the same letter must offer the same basic benefits. Usually the only difference between same letter policies is the cost. And I would say also the quality of the company when it provides um, uh, services, customer service can vary widely between various companies. Also, another thing you want to worry about is rate stability. You want to pick a company that has a rate that's not going to go up sky high uh, because some companies do that thinking that you're just going to pay that new increased rate rather than go through all the work of looking for a company to uh, move to. Uh, so it goes on to say Plan F has been very popular because of its comprehensive coverage, but since 2020, that plan is unavailable for new enrollees. The closest substitute for Plan F is Plan G, which pays for everything that Plan F did except for the Medicare Part B deductible. Anybody enrolled in Medicare before 2020, or this article should say anybody that was eligible to enroll in Medicare before 2020, can still sign up for Plan F. I wouldn't suggest it, though, because the insurance companies recognize that uh, everybody covered by Plan F is getting older and sicker, and so they're raising the rates on Plan F uh, frequently and uh, to a great extent. So if you are stuck in a Plan F, if you're paying too much money, and if you would like to uh, avail yourself of something less expensive, and if you are able to answer some health questions in a, uh, a way that indicates that you are healthy, you don't have any dread diseases, I can move you to a much more cost-effective plan that's going to be a lot easier on your budget. So if you've got a plan F, you want to get out and you think you're capable of doing that by virtue of your health, then let me know. Randy, at the end of this podcast, will give you my contact information. When to sign up for Medicare. If you're already taking Social Security benefits, you're going to be automatically enrolled in Parts A and B. You can choose to turn them down if you want to because B has a monthly premium and you may be covered by uh, an HSA health plan that will cause you to be fined by the IRS if you have any part of Medicare enrollment. So you want to be careful with that. If you're taking Social Security but you're still working, you may want to turn down parts A and B when Social Security automatically signs you up. You can say, nope, don't do it. I'll come back later on when I want parts A and B in the future. 
On the other hand, if you don't have an HSA health plan, you can go ahead and enroll in Part A when uh, Social Security offers it to you or when you turn 65. And that way you will have the additional protection of Part A and you will have uh, no premium to pay for Part A, assuming you've got 10 years of uh, taxable earnings. And when you decide you want to enroll in Part B, it's going to be a little bit easier for you because you'll be on the books at the Social Security Administration, which administers Medicare. So having Part A, if you don't have an HSA medical plan, is not a bad idea for those turning 65, but continuing to work and uh, be covered by their company plan. Now, this is all assuming that there are 20 or more employees on that company plan. Otherwise, we've got a whole different can of fish or, yes, can of fish. Okay. Kettle of fish. For those who have not started Social Security, you'll have to sign yourself up for Parts A and B when your time comes. A quartet of Medicare enrollment periods. There are several Medicare open enrollment periods in addition to the seven-month initial enrollment period that happens when you turn 65. If you missed signing up for Part B during that initial enrollment period and you aren't working, or if you're not covered by your spouse's employer, uh, then you can sign up for Part B during the general enrollment period that runs from January 1st to March 31st. In the olden days, it says coverage would have begun July 1st, but now a new law has gone into effect and coverage will begin the first of the following month if you enroll in the uh, January through March uh, general enrollment period. But here's the thing. For every year that you've gone without having Part B coverage and without having a company plan, without having any credible coverage, then you're going to have to pay a 10% penalty for the rest of your life. So it's best to sign up for Medicare Parts A and B when you're first eligible. Now, once again, a company plan, your employer's health insurance plan, will protect you from that penalty. You don't need to worry about Medicare if you're currently working for a company, you've got a company plan that covers your health insurance needs, then you're just fine. You don't have to worry about a late enrollment penalty at all. But when you decide to retire and you leave that company uh, benefit plan, that's the time that you want your Medicare coverage to start. So a few months before you leave your company plan, that's the time to uh, enroll in Medicare Parts A and B. Then there's an open enrollment period that runs from October 15th to December 7th every year, but that has nothing to do with Medicare supplement. That only has to do with Medicare Advantage and with drug plans. And the coverages that you purchase uh, during that period of time will begin on January 1st. Now, you might have a Medicare Advantage plan that completely sucks or a drug plan that has uh, gone up in price and you want to do a little searching and perhaps change plans, that's the time to do it. Between October 15th and December 7th, with Medicare Advantage plans and with drug plans, you have the freedom to change to different plans in that same genre. doesn't have anything to do with Medicare supplement plans, the plans that I recommend for people and that I sell. Uh, let's see, a filled donut hole for Medicare Part D. It says uh, in this article, in 2020, the dreaded Part D donut hole was filled. That hole is a coverage gap in which you used to face much higher out-of-pocket costs for your drugs. But that is no longer the case for 2023 when the total amount your plan has paid for drugs reaches $4,600 
then you will pay 25% of any additional cost. This percentage needs to be higher. Uh, this percentage used to be higher before the gap was closed. So the gap hasn't been really closed. It's just been reduced a little bit. Prescription drug manufacturers pick up 70% uh, while the insurers pay 5% if you're in the Medicare gap or donut hole. Then you go to catastrophic coverage with the government picking up most costs, and that begins when a patient's out-of-pocket cost reaches $7,400. That's the maximum spending limit for beneficiaries in 2023. Uh, that's $2,500 higher than the year before. Any deductible paid before you enter the donut hole counts towards that annual maximum, maximum as does the 25% you contributed while you were in the donut hole. Boy, isn't this wonderful, exciting detail that everybody's writing down furiously, I'm sure. Medicare offers more free preventive services. Medicare beneficiaries can receive a number of free preventive services. You get an annual free wellness visit to develop or update any personalized prevention plan. Beneficiaries also get a free cardiovascular screening every five years, an annual mammogram, annual flu shots, and screenings for cervical, prostate, and colorectal cancers. Medicare expands telehealth offerings, although most Medicare Advantage plans have been covering telehealth for years. Traditional Medicare used to restrict the services only to certain devices and practitioners, and patients had to be at a Medicare facility. When the coronavirus panic hit telehealth, uh, or when the coronavirus panic hit, telehealth was expanded so that patients could use smartphones in their own homes to consult with a broader range of medical professionals, a feature that could become permanent. I applaud that. Any easier access to a doctor is uh, access that is going to be helpful and beneficial and uh, lower the cost for everyone. What Medicare does not cover, while Medicare covers your health care, it generally does not cover long-term care, an important distinction. Under certain conditions, particularly after a hospitalization, um, to treat an acute care episode, Medicare will pay for medically necessary skilled nursing facility or home health care. But Medicare generally does not cover costs for custodial care. That is care that helps you with activities of daily living, such as dressing and bathing. To cover those costs, you'll have to rely on your savings, long-term care insurance, or Medicaid. If you meet the income and asset requirements, that would be. Traditional Medicare also doesn't cover routine dental or eye care and some items such as dentists, dentures and hearing aids. And the last item in this article is you have the right to appeal a Medicare decision. If you disagree with a coverage or payment decision by Medicare, uh, you can file an appeal. Now, that's not just Medicare, but it's also uh, any Medicare plan. So it could be a drug plan. It could be a Medicare Advantage plan. Uh, the appeals process has five levels, and you can generally go up a level even if your appeal is denied at a previous level. Gather any information that may help your case from your doctor, your health care provider, or supplier. If you think your health would be seriously harmed, by waiting for a decision, you can ask for a fast decision to be made. And if your doctor or Medicare plan agrees, the plan must make a decision within 72 hours. They call that fast. If I'm laying around in agony 
because of uh, whatever medical condition I have. 72 hours doesn't seem all of that exciting. Um, not fast enough for me. When can Medicare coverage be changed? Here's a whole new article. And uh, let's talk about that. When can Medicare coverage be changed? The question written to the Savvy Senior. The Savvy Senior is a column in Oklahoma City in the Oklahoma, the Daily Oklahoman. Um, and uh, he runs a uh, Medicare question and answer column. Uh, is it possible to make changes to my Medicare coverage now? I don't know when now is, but uh, the question goes on. I know we've passed the fall open enrollment period, but I've heard that there are other times of the year that beneficiaries, Medicare beneficiaries, can make changes. What can you tell me? This sounds like the savvy senior made up this question on his own just to have something to talk about. So the answer is, dear, changed. No, they, that was a sign, changed my mind. Dear changed, yes, the annual Medicare open enrollment period isn't your only opportunity to swap out Medicare coverage. There are other opportunities, but the timing of when you can make those decisions depends on your specific circumstances and the kind of Medicare coverage you have. Here's what you should know. For Medicare Advantage plans, if you're enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan, you may be able to use the Medicare Advantage open enrollment which occurs every year from January 1st through March 31st. During this period, you can switch from your current Medicare Advantage plan to a different Medicare Advantage plan, or you can switch back to original Medicare with or without a prescription drug plan. You can only make one change during this period, and it will be effective the first of the following month after you make the change. Special enrollment. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify for a special enrollment period to change your Medicare health and drug coverage. There are a number of circumstances in which you may have special enrollment periods, such as you moved outside of your planned service area, your Medicare Advantage plan terminated a significant amount of its network providers, or you are enrolled in a state pharmaceutical assistance program. Those with extra help, the federal program that pays for drug costs, also have a special enrollment period to enroll in a Part D plan, or that's drugs, uh, Part D drug plan, or to switch between plans once per quarter in the first three quarters of the year. That's if you have extra help, which is like welfare. If you need to make changes to your coverage but aren't sure whether you qualify for a special enrollment period, contact SHIP. That's your state health insurance program, state health insurance assistance program, uh, but they don't have an A in the word SHIP. And this provides free Medicare counseling. To find a SHIP counselor in your area, visit shiphelp.org or call 877-839-2675. Also be aware that if you're enrolled in a Medicare plan by mistake or because of misleading information, you may be able to disenroll and change plans. Typically, you have the right to change plans if you joined unintentionally. Uh, if you were making this decision based on incorrect or misleading information or through no fault of your own, or if you were kept in a plan you did not want, you can also call Medicare at 800-633-4227 and explain to a customer service representative how you happen to join the plan by mistake and to request a retroactive disenrollment or a special enrollment period. Now, in the fall open enrollment period, as you noted in your question, this is uh, still answering the question uh, by the savvy senior, 
There is also the fall open enrollment period that allows all Medicare beneficiaries, those with original Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans, to make changes. The fall open enrollment period occurs each year from October 15th through December 7th. During this period, you can join a new Medicare Advantage plan. You can uh, join a standalone prescription drug plan. You can switch between original Medicare with or without a Part D plan and Medicare Advantage. You can make as many changes as you need during this period, and your last coverage choice will take effect January 1st. So there's a little short treatise on the opportunities you have to change your Medicare coverage during the course of the year. And by yumpin' yimity, we are very close to uh, the 30-minute mark here, Randy. I'm I'm horrified and shocked that I managed to end that article right at the proper time. Oh my! Every once in a while, we do that. It, yeah. it doesn't happen often, but yeah. uh, you know, even, even a blind squirrel can find a nut once in a while. That's right. Or even a monkey can type a can type <laughs> a novel. You know, once in a great while. I think that's a room full of monkeys with typewriters. Room. Oh, that's right. A room full of monkeys. Okay. Yeah. So, you know something? I have uh, the idea that we need to land the plane. But before we do, you know me, it's it's uh, 67 degrees out, which, uh, you know, in my book is Arizona freezing. So I've been inside a lot. And one of the things that I've been thinking about cogitating on was how to come up with another acronym for Medicare Advantage plans. Oh, boy. You've already got about six. I do. So let me run through them. Scam Vantage. Yes. Yep. Disadvantage. Very appropriate. And so then the other thing I have, the other way I have to explain this is I came up with another kind of an interesting little fun name for a Medicare Advantage plan because the alternative name for Medicare supplement plans is Medigap. Yep. All right. So then the the similar name for a Medicare Advantage plan is Medicrap. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> and then now I've come up with one more. I can't wait to hear this. One more name for a similar Medicare Advantage plan. Metatrap. 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 How about Medicap? Metatrap. Medi. I've got to work on this. I've got to write it down in big block letters and and <laughs> practice it. But I think you're very close. Metatrap. Yeah. That, okay. Very good. I was thinking of M-E-T-A, but it's M-E-D. Yeah. Meta. I, I can't I can't speak today. Sorry. So anyway, meta it, metacrap. Yeah. Metatrap. Yeah. And then yeah. the other the back of the t-shirt needs to just it has to it relates to the prior authorization uh requirements on Medicare uh-huh. Advantage plans. And this is what they actually put on the desk of the agents when they're evaluating Medicare Advantage pre-authorizations. Uh-huh. And I and I take this from a prior first lady. Just say no. And that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the sign on the wall in the call center. And uh, when the calls come in from doctors requesting permission to allow a patient to see a specialist or to uh, permission to perform a uh, procedure that's going to cost the plan money, they look up at that sign that says, just say no. Absolutely. Well, we need to land the plane, and uh, I would just ask that any of you guys that are on the Medicare uh, podcast with us today, from California specifically, keep track of Comrade Newsom for us. Oh, boy. And and the other thing I would ask is that, uh, you know, reach out to Doug. He loves to hear from you. 
at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. dbj at mlmmailbag.com. Doug is licensed nationwide to help you with your Medicare supplement planning. Check us out at medicareforthelazyman.com. We would really appreciate you finding a place to give us a couple reviews on any of the content that we produce. We would really appreciate it before year end. And thank you for joining us. It's a lot more fun with you than without you, because without you, it's just no fun at all. And if you haven't kept track of the time on your watch, you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy, originally from Oklahoma, no more, now camped up in the high ground behind Cave Creek, Arizona. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to put you in at about 7,000 feet today. Fresh air. I appreciate that very much, Randy. And I always appreciate our audience. Join us again for our next episode. Bye-bye.